I appreciate you joining me. Yes, the show has been on hiatus, but we are back, baby. There is no long-winded intro this time. We're just going to jump right into it. So let's go. Hello, everyone. I am here with Mr. Chad Weeks and Clint Schaffer again, and we are the The Cinema Cinema Saviors. Isn't that right, gentlemen? I like the sound of it. Absolutely. Doing better for mankind here. Yeah, you know, someone has to do it. And uh, I got on the government's radar, and they keep sending me these different tasks to do. And tonight's is a little difficult, but I think that we're going to be able to sail through this. Um, All right. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, First, I'm going to start off by giving you a director and one of their most iconic movies. I'll need you to keep track of these. Okay, so here we go. We're going to jump right into it here. Martin Scorsese, and he directed Taxi Driver. Mr. David Lynch, who directed The Elephant Man. Catherine Bigelow, she directed The Hurt Locker. David Fincher, directed Seven. Michael Bay, directed The Rock. Woody Allen, directed Annie Hall. Antoine Fuqua, directed Training Day. Patty Jenkins directed Wonder Woman. Tim Burton directed Batman. And rounding off the list, Steven Spielberg directed Jurassic Park. This is what we have been tasked with, gentlemen. Apparently next year, they are going to remake all of these classic movies. Fortunately or unfortunately, it is going to fall to us to pick... Who directs each of these remakes from the list that I've already given you? Every director has to be assigned a different movie. So it's up to us to figure out who directs what. I'm going to give everyone a couple minutes to think about this list. Please enjoy okay. this hold music. Do 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 da ba bum bum All right, how are we looking, gentlemen? I think I'm looking good. Excellent. I think that the way that this should run is that if we can agree on two, if two people can agree on the same movie directed by the same director, I think that one goes through. And if we don't have that, then we're going to have to kind of hash it out and present our case. Um, I'm just going to go with the top of my list. Okay. And uh, I'll just go, Chad, who would you like to see recreate Taxi Driver. Okay, so t- Taxi Driver was one of the last ones I did here because I don't see a tone like that on here. I kind of just did a process of elimination, and that was actually one of the last ones I did. So I actually ended up with David Lynch directing Taxi Driver. I feel like it could have had the same tone. It could still work. That's n- not who I picked, but I would love to see David Lynch's version of Taxi Driver. <laughs> Who'd you have? Or will, you want to go with Clint next? Or yeah, wanna- Clint, who did you have? Yeah, so I, I did try to, I guess, just to put a little perspective around uh, my thinking when I was working out my my list here is I, I did look at some similarities and maybe some feel of what I felt. And I think that David Fitcher 
if I think of Seven, of just how messed up that movie is and more of a that psychological thriller aspect, I think that could portray really well in Taxi Driver. And I think uh, I think that's who I'd go with. That's a good pick. I actually also picked David Fincher because it made sense, you know, so, tone-wise. Um, yep, so I wanted to, to, to explain that because that's something, that was one of the first things I thought of was Taxi Driver and uh, and Seven because they had the same tone. However, I just wanted to see a David Fincher style movie on one of these movies that wasn't quite that. So maybe, it's, and, and same thing with a Scorsese. I want to see a Scorsese film with stuff with another one of these titles here. I want to see something different that we haven't seen yet. So I, my, my list is probably good. You guys might agree on a lot. I feel like I got my list is going to be uh, off or off putting probably even because it, it's not going to have the same tone. If someone's going to, if you're going to remake something, you either go with someone who, you know, can handle the material or someone who might have a fresh take on the material. Right. That's, that's what I feel like. It's like, okay. So I, I, do you mind if I skip, skip down here a little bit? No, go ahead. Okay, so David Fincher, I have him directing Wonder Woman, okay, mm-hmm. because they are a different tone. But I would love to see something that is gritty and violent, and like let's let's see a Wonder Woman movie that is unapologetic and it's it's not a not a superhero style. I mean, not, not you know what I mean? Like really, because we still haven't seen a movie like a movie that's really well, Watchmen. Like the Watchmen is perfect. Like give me a Wonder Woman that's kind of like Watchmen. I get it. Yeah. I kind of like that idea too. Um, we'll look it down here and I'll see who I picked for that. Yeah. So I, it's fair to say that taxi driver, we think David Fincher it's uh, honestly, that's kind of yeah. an obvious one. If you look yep. at the filmmaker in the film. Yeah. It's, it sounds like just off the bat here, Clint and I may have been thinking the same thing, like who can handle the material. Although I do have a couple sleepers here, I think that are a little different. Okay. All right. All right. Um, the Elephant Man, very disturbing little film, and David Lynch was a, a great director, perfect director for that for that material. Clint, who do you think on this list would be a good director for The Elephant Man? Man, you know, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I have Woody Allen. Interesting. That was a process of elimination. I have to say, I've never <laughs> seen Elephant Man, so uh, it's just where Woody Allen ended up. <laughs> okay can't yeah. argue with that I'm, I, I'm gonna, I, got, I gotta be truthful I'm gonna yeah. leave that part out when the, the government comes knocking uh, yeah for sure for sure <laughs> um, I picked Spielberg for Elephant Man um, I Spielberg think, for Elephant Man that's what I picked yeah um, I think I think I actually had him uh, uh, as a second choice on that one but why, why, why Spielberg I would love to see Spielberg go back to something really powerful like Schindler's List. He's only got a few of those things in his filmography. I would say maybe Color Spielberg, Purple. That would be a definite switch. I guess I want a different route on it because I, I put I put Tim Burton. Okay. Uh, I feel like let's camp it up a little bit and give it that Batman-style feel to it. Again, this is kind of a odd choice, but you think? I mean, what yeah, would, I mean, what would Tim, what would he do? What would Tim Burton do? What would a, a Tim Burtonized version of the elephant man be? Would it be more well, I mean, fanciful? I think maybe fanciful, but uh, I think that the first thing would be the, uh, I feel like the colors and stuff that t- Tim Burton used, the darkness of it, Interesting. But the campiness of it. No, I see what you're saying because elephant man is a black and white movie. Yep. This would be 
Are you thinking something along the line of Sleepy Hollow or that kind of color scheme? That's a perfect. That's a perfect example of it. Yeah, I was trying to think of the. I'm trying to think of a movie that that he had that had that type of tone to it that that, that I'm trying to portray. But all I can think of is Batman since I've got that in front of me, and that's a not really. It's not really that that type of color scheme where it's that off. No, I can see that for sure. I can see that for sure. But someone's gonna have to change their mind, and I think it should be Clint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> since it was a process of elimination. So so I I will say uh and uh i i am uh i am with uh you know looking at a, a little helper by the name of google here to just look up elephant man here i would say from my initial outlook i could see the tim burton aspect of that i i do think that there there could be a kind of that 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 kookiness to it interesting it would definitely be a different I take could, yeah if burton got a hold of yeah. it i don't think burton's really ever done something that was like I think maybe Sleepy Hollow was the the most serious tone that he's or no no actually Oh yeah Sweeney Todd Sweeney Todd Sweeney Todd. Todd Yeah Sweeney Todd was awesome Yeah So I mean possibly yeah that might be a good take you know let's just do that let's just say Tim Burton for the Elephant Man Excellent I think that works It would be interesting if he did a version of it that was like Nightmare Before Christmas that's yeah. actually where my mind was going right there. Really? Yeah. I kind of like that. So Tim Burton directs the Elephant Man. Oh, man, they're going to like that idea. Now, The Hurt Locker, which is a really good movie. Oh, let me ask you this, Chad. Did you ever get to see yeah. Did you ever get to see Near Dark? Oh, John, the thing is, I told this, I'm going to scold my wife on this one because I told her we haven't been, been home to watch like horror movies lately. And I'm like, I got to watch this one before John and I talk again, because I want to make sure that I watch that movie. That was a specific one that I wanted to watch. And I have not. So I am, I, I promise you the next time we talk, we'll watch it or we'll have it watched because I'm going to go in the house and watch it tonight. And, uh, and yeah, we're going to get it done. We, we had it. We had a chance, but my wife wanted to watch the Dahmer movie or the Dahmer. Uh, series. Right. Right. Which was, <laughs> was that okay? Was it pretty good? It's on, it's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, it's I mean it's Evan Peters. He's fantastic. I hate the fact that they tell this story about these you know a literal monster that they uh, you know kind of romanticizing it a little bit. Man, it's just it's chilling yeah. to know a little bit more about somebody that a real human that did these type of things that I right. can't even fathom. Well, the Hurt Locker is, um, I, I think it's one of Catherine Bigelow's best films. Of course, she has done Near Dark. She did Point Break as well, which we talked about last time. Yep. Um, so I had a kind of a process of elimination on this one, too. I went with Patty Jenkins just because I wanted want to see how another female director handles the same material. Because Catherine Bigelow, she does, she does kind of action movies. You know, action, horror, genre stuff, which is something that a lot of females don't do. They gravitate toward more uh, drama, personal stories. But Catherine Bigelow and Patty Jenkins both have done, you know, action films. So just curious to see what a a different female take on the same movie would be. So for The Hurt Locker, I just picked Patty Jenkins. How about you, Chad? So The Hurt Locker is a I like I, I love the movie but I don't, I'm not in love with the movie. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I was very good when I watched it, but I watched it once and I never had that urge to go back and watch. actually I saw it on uh, TV not long ago. And I thought maybe I should revisit this movie, but, um, regardless, I put it as Steven Spielberg. 
And I did that because I thought that this would be a good one to add some rewatchability for me on it. Something that I can, that makes me want to say, you know what? Uh, I just, I, I got to watch the, the Hurt Locker today. Um, you know, and I just, I don't, I don't get that with, with, with the Hurt Locker right now. Steven Spielberg, I feel like if he directed it, you would. Oh, you're probably right. He's one of our best. Um, yeah. How about you, Clint? Yeah. So on this one, I was again looking at, at uh, movies that, you know, they may have some similarities. Maybe they could carry the, you know, carry it through. And I think if I look at uh, the Hurt Locker, I thought of, uh, I thought the closest one here would be a training day aspect. And so I'm going to go with Antoine Fuqua. Well, we are at and an I, impasse I, on that one. I, I thought about, you know, like if you, I don't know, I, th- I thought about uh, if you think of Hurt Locker kind of following a, a specific uh, specific person similar to training day and really tense situations, I thought it would be interesting to get uh, to get his take on, on that piece of it. Now, I am not married to my choice on this one at all. So if I had to switch, oh, gosh, this one would be tough. Well, I think. John, if, if, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. But the thing is, like, if you want somebody to switch, I could also switch on this one pretty easily. So, uh, you know, I'm just just throwing it out there. If you're having trouble, but no, I'm thinking Anton Fuqua. Yeah. Now, I, now I, that, I, I, yeah. Yep. Now that Clint said all that. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah. After I drew drew all this stuff up here, I see the because I have the Hurt Locker, the arrow going on the outside all the way to Steven Spielberg, but on the inside, I also had Antoine Fuqua drawn to hurt locker so i i also must have had that at some point before i changed my mind so i'll probably have a screw up in here somewhere that i'm i missed out on but <laughs> but yeah i totally agree antoine Fuqua would be perfect yeah that. yeah he's a he's a great filmmaker and uh and again maybe it'll add a little bit more uh style to it you know maybe we'll hear uh you know what king kong ain't got nothing on me type of lines coming up so <laughs> yeah um so so far we're looking good here taxi these these actually sound like a really good movie taxi driver directed yeah, by david Fincher, elephant man directed by tim burton the hurt locker directed by anton fuqua wow those would be some solid movies now here's a here's a good one <laughs> uh chad goes first on this one seven who 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 could possibly direct seven yeah so, okay, so this is the one that I screwed up on now that I'm looking at because I don't have any arrows going to seven because of the fact that I was so – because here's the thing. Seven is such a – like, I don't know that there's a movie that is better. Than, I mean, no, I'm not going to say that, but it's, seven is a perfect movie. It's a perfect film, top to bottom. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And so I really didn't know how to find a proper director for it, and I waited too long, and I didn't didn't put anything down for it. So – I don't have anything right now because in my opinion, it, it was perfectly timed. Let me, let me think on it just a minute longer and see if I can come up with something. But n- now I'm, I'm behind the gun again. And I, I still don't, I look at these actors or these directors and I, I, I have a real hard time putting somebody else on there. Sure. I'll be interested to hear what you guys have to say. Cause this is, you know, um, I gotta tell you, uh, David Fincher directed the hell out of seven. I mean, oh, every he? frame is powerful and everyone yeah i i think he's he had something to prove with that movie because of his um because of what happened to him on alien three his previous movie with oh, yeah. you know how uh the executives just really wouldn't let him make the movie he, he wanted to make and uh he just became until this day i don't think he he still won't talk about it 
Yeah, so uh, I think that when the opportunity came to make seven, he must have just poured his soul into it so he could just say, look, yeah, I, this is what it could have been, right? Yeah, I think I, I think you could see that in there. I mean, it seven is just, like you said, I mean, just from top to bottom. I mean, that, that movie keeps you on the edge of your seat. It makes you want to look away from your TV, yet you can't, you know? I mean, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable, but you... You're some you're somehow drawn into the whole thing, right? Um, I don't know. I just uh, uh, great movie. So, who would you think uh, on this list could handle seven? Yeah, I mean, again, this is going to go. I, I kind of swap these two, but I mean, if I look at Martin Scorsese and the Taxi Driver, um, if I'm going to put Fitcher uh, on uh, on Taxi Driver, I'm probably putting Scorsese on on seven. I think it would be a more gritty and a less polished film. Seven's a very polished film, even though it feels gritty, but technically it's really masterful. You it's know, beautiful. It's a beautiful horror movie. Like it is. I, I love that movie so much. Yo, wouldn't it be cool if Scorsese got a hold of it and he decided to go old school and like shoot it on like 16 millimeter or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, I can do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I picked someone, but I'm willing to change my mind. I picked Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah. I, Woody Allen, because uh, it was the last one I could choose, and he was the one that was left. Uh, I Okay, so uh, if, if I'm going to, like, if I'm coming in here to, to be a tie-breaking vote, I would go with Scorsese. What? Uh, even, over Woody? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, over Woody, over Woody. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so uh, yes, yeah, I would go with Scorsese just because I like your idea of of doing something uh, similar to that, like a, a little. I don't know how you could be more gritty than uh, than than seven, but I yeah. just I, I know that Scorsese would take care of it. I guess it's sure. the best thing he would take care of that film the way it needs to be taken care of. I just don't know that anybody else, you know, that I don't know anybody else that could do it that sure. way. Well, hard act to follow, you know, like. It, if I was going to look through here, it's like, you know, if you look at polished, like that aspect of it, a Steven Spielberg can do the polished aspect. I just don't think he can get as gritty as he needs to be. Right. No. Like that, would, that's, yeah. That's would he go there? Have to have like a, right. yeah, I don't think he would. That That's why I, I think Scorsese would just, I think he would just get down and get to it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I think that could turn out nice. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I think that's a good, yeah. Okay. Martin Scorsese. All right. Excellent. All right, this isn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. This is all falling into place pretty good. <laughs> but now we come to The Rock, which okay. is also a very polished film. Uh, now, I know I heard you guys might have hinted maybe a little disparaging remark here or two about Michael Bay last time. I'm a, I'm a Michael <laughs> Bay fan, okay? I am. I, I, I am. I am too, John. I, 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 so... Michael Bay puts out great films. I'm not going to take that away from him. I think he always errs on the side of, of over-the-top action. Uh, and The Rock has a little bit of that, too, right? I mean, there's a, there's a fun flavor in that. And uh, it's not saying it's bad films. The Rock is absolutely awesome. I love that film. But uh, I do think, like, Bay can just go a little bit over-the-top on the action piece. Yeah, he does love he does love a, an action scene, doesn't he? I mean, I think in The Rock, didn't he add that? He, he added the car chase because it was it wasn't in the script. 
Really? Because he wanted to do it. Because he wanted a car chase. Yeah. That was a great car chase, though. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Perfect one. And I'm I'm just personally a big fan of The Rock as a movie. The the cast is one of the, I I think, one of the finest, like, male-driven casts ever assembled. Yeah. It is. I totally agree. I am excited to talk about this one because The Rock is, is another one of my favorite movies, like, as far as. Uh, it's got two of the best actors with uh, Steven Spielberg and uh, and Nick Cage. I I have such a soft spot for both of those guys. Steven Spielberg, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm looking at Steven Spielberg. Uh, now, now that's all I can think of. John, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I just called Sean Connery Steven Spielberg. <laughs> My mom would be upset with me. Uh, but but no, I love those two actors. I love that movie so much. I think it's very quotable. Uh, I think one of my favorite time, quotes in the, the entire movie is not PG, but the, uh, you know, losers, losers always complain about the the best. Winners go home and blank the homecoming queen. And I <laughs> love that. I love that quote so much. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a six out of 10 on a Sean Connery accent. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. That's a generous six out of 10 too. <laughs> Yeah, the um, I mean, just at every other character. I mean, look at Ed Harris, you know, um, so stoic and uh, uh, and and in his mind, correct about his mission in his mind, doing the right thing. It's it's hard to assign villain to someone who a just wants recognition for people who died under his watch, because that's really yeah. what he, that's what he wants. Right. The, he wants people to be recognized for the sacrifice they made, and two was never planning on actually going through with the uh, assault with the yeah. chemicals. Right? It was it was Correct. a bluff. So it's a very interesting villain in Ed Harris. Yeah. In that movie. Yeah. Yeah, and and he he really does. And you know, I love it when he says, "All right, they called our bluff, and and we're gonna stand down." And I don't know what the guy's name is, but I think he played Tree in uh, in Mystery Alaska. But I, I like his acting too. And he says, "No, you know, we're gonna." I don't know. It's that's a great, great film. I can watch a, that yeah. One. What about the effing the, money? There is no effing money. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Ed, Ed Ed Harris. I think you know. You talk about like his being being stoic, and when you say that, the film that comes to mind for me is Enemy of the Gates. Oh, right. When he's like, when he is, you know, the, the, the guy that's, you know, he's hunting everybody basically. And his portrayal of that is just, I don't know, man. He's just got ice in his veins when he's acting like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a great actor. I have Antoine Fuqua for The Rock. On this Wait. one, yeah, on, on this one, when I think of, uh, of The Rock, I think of, just I think who would who would handle this wonderfully would be uh Chad already said it, but Mr Mr. Steven Spielberg. Okay. I think uh and the rock would just be amazing. Yeah. I didn't necessarily choose Steven Spielberg. I just saw it down here. It's at the bottom of my list here, so I just was looking at it when I was going through this. But um I actually put Patty Jenkins. I think that I think that if we did this again, uh I don't think that you could you can beat the actors that you had previously. You're going to get a half-rate Sean Connery or a half-rate Nicolas Cage, and I don't think that that's going to, to cut it. So I would say that this is going to be one of those times to do a Ghostbusters and put the focus on the daughter 
or I make it a mother daughter thing or something like that. Maybe focus on Sean Connery's daughter has to come back to do it. Or, I mean, I know that I'm not saying a sequel, but <laughs> more, more female centric and make it a Patty Jenkins type of movie. So that's, that was more of my thought process was on that. That is interesting. I must say, gosh, I don't know. Um, for me, it would, I might be persuaded to go Steven Spielberg. Who, who was your choice again, John? Anton Fuqua. I can totally go with Antoine Fuqua on this one, but I think we already chose it, didn't we? Yeah, he's, he's doing Hurt Locker. Yeah, he's out. <laughs> yeah, we were, we've already signed him somewhere. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, man. Yeah. And he's probably like, oh, man, I wanted to do The Rock. Yeah. I got to do The Hurt Locker. I could totally see him doing, the, the, doing this one. It'd be, it'd be great. I'd love it. Yeah, you know, it would be but, interesting to see a different take on the action. I, I, Spielberg's style is not like Michael Bay's style. You know, Spielberg no. likes long extended shots. Michael Bay is quick cuts. So it might be interesting to see Spielberg's version of the rock. Honestly, less, less videos from their, their feet while they're standing outside their car. Shots from there. Like, <laughs> isn't that the Michael, Michael hey, Bay now. thing where he's shooting from the bottom right hey, below his feet? <laughs> I, I've done that shot. Okay. Hey, I, I love it. It looks it looks super cool, but it's always like, hey, this must be a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> and whatever shoes they're wearing, that's it's going to say something about their character. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm good with Spielberg. Yeah, that's, I can get behind Spielberg. That's not okay. I, yeah, I mean, I hope he just doesn't mess with the Rock. Yeah, no. yeah. Spielberg, you'd he, be fine with it. You'd be fine. That's interesting, Spielberg. I wish I would have seen rock. that. So the next film up is kind of an outlier because it's different than every other movie on here. And it's Annie Hall, which is, of course, people just talking to each other, basically. Yeah. To preface this, John, I have no clue what Annie Hall is. Yeah. Relationship um, movie. Uh, Woody Hall, Woody Allen, of course, plays the lead like he does in a lot of his early films. But it's basically a it's a it's a comedy. It's a comedy. It's just a drama comedy. You know, if you've seen any of uh, Woody Allen's films, then it's like that. <laughs> okay, I, I, I would, I would go on that piece of it, and I, uh, I, I really liked, uh, I really liked Wonder Woman and what she did with it. But I, I would give Patty Jenkins Annie Hall. Okay, I think, uh, I think in that case, I think she could, she could portray. Uh, I believe that what is between. Uh, between a guy and a gal in that movie. And it's really uh, what uh, Woody Allen plays the guy. Yeah. And I think she could maybe portray it from the female perspective. Interesting. I think that could be maybe a fun take. It's funny you say that because I picked Catherine Bigelow for almost the same reason. Oh, you know, yeah, you just go. to see, um, because I think that a lot of, and Patty Jenkins too, they, they make these kind of like action centric films and it would be interesting to see them do a non action centric film. You know, so that was my yeah. reasoning. Um, I, I would be good with either, to be honest. Actually, Patty Jenkins might make a little bit more sense. But how about you, Chad? What do you think? I I just left that one as a I can't decide because I don't really know the movie. So I would uh, if going off of you guys' suggestions, the way you talk about the film, I would go I would go with Patty Jenkins just because of the uh, if it is a comedy, I feel like that comedy side of things, uh, I feel like she can handle that better. I mean, and I'm not saying that. That Catherine Bigelow can't. I'm just saying that I going up of Wonder Woman. Patty Jenkins has a lot. You know, I feel like sometimes she can try to force it in there a little too much. But all right, uh, I agree. Patty Jenkins, that's good. Perfect. I'm with you. 
Um, all right, now here we go. Now it's time to get serious here. Training day. Who can handle training day? Training day, I have Captain Bigelow on there. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, so I, I just wanted another, I, I, uh, a respectable action film. And I, and I think I went a little bit with a tone on this one as well. Yeah, so that's where I went with it. I, 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 used, I chose her. Uh, I, I thought pretty hard about this one too because there's a lot of, uh, Training Day is another awesome, awesome, I mean, these are all good movies, but like Training Day is just a, you know, it's a staple of our growing up type of thing. I would, sure. you know, everybody loved, uh, loved that movie. So I think, I think Catherine Bigelow on that one. I can see that. Okay. How about you, Clint? I too went Catherine Bigelow. Uh, I looked at that as, uh, again, if I, if I'm comparing to Hurt Locker and Training Day, uh, I, I pretty much, uh, flip flopped, uh, flip-flop directors on uh, on those two movies and i'd love to see her take on that um well it looks like we're doing I mean, two movies are, um cool what was that yeah no it's Catherine bigelow i think actually i didn't i hadn't thought about that but that actually sounds like a really good choice for that yeah i think she would be i i i like her i think she picks good projects and i think she's a solid director Oh, she did. She you, she did Near Dark. That's why you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Near Dark actually ah. is one of my favorite films. Yeah, so yeah. I, I remember you saying Zero Dark Dark Thirty, but I just looked her up here again to see, make sure I wasn't missing anything. And and man, I just I screwed up again, John. I gotta, I gotta see the movie. <laughs> I guarantee you'll like it. I guarantee it. Oh, I'm sure I will. Yeah, I guarantee you'll like it. it. Um. All right. Excellent. So Training Day, directed by Catherine Bigelow. Awesome. All right. Wonder Woman. Hmm. I know who I'm picking for Wonder Woman. And I'll just tell you right now. I picked Michael Bay. Yeah, because Bay would, would be a great choice. <laughs> because you know he uh, he. All right, no one <laughs> makes people more attractive than Michael Bay. Okay? Oh yeah, for sure. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, and yeah. and I'm telling you that would be one hot Wonder Woman. I mean, yeah, hot. That's... All right, so. <laughs> Absolutely, totally agree. I'd just like to say that uh, I don't know if you can get get much better than the than the current Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, but the way, <laughs> believe me. I, oh, oh yeah, for Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's something about Michael Bay's style that he just everyone in his film films looks the best they've ever looked on film. Megan you know. Fox has never looked as good as she did in Man. Transformers. No, and and like, not, I, not and not just the women, not just the women either. You oh know. yeah, Will Smith has never looked as good as he did in in uh, Bad Boys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. He's just his cinematography in his films is just, I think, some of the best. I just, I just, I just really like Michael Bay visually. But yeah. what did you guys? I, think? I totally agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm in on that. I, I already told you mine, uh, David Fincher, uh, just because I'd like to see something different. But right. I understand that's probably not the best answer. Just uh, It's more of a, let's see something different after, uh, I think, a step back in Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> I, I have not seen Wonder Woman 84. Was it? How was it? Uh, it, it, it <laughs> I, don't, I struggle to find good things to say about it. My, I just... It was, so, John, here's the thing. It's an 80s film, and it's so all about the 80s, and it's trying to make it so 80s. But there's no 80s music. Like, there's no song from the 80s in there that, that like, 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 like you, I, I don't understand the way they did things. It was just, it was silly in a lot of ways. Uh, I don't know, and it lost that. This is my, my, my two cents on 84, is we have spent 
far too much talking about it already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about uh, Wonder Woman, Clint? I, I, I think I think Michael Bay is is, uh, is a perfect fit. I think that's a great great goal. Great, that's awesome. Yeah, I think he's yeah, the guy good, for that. Um, how about a uh, remake? Another remake of Batman. Another Batman. Who could pull that off and make it different? You well, want to go first, Chad, uh, or somebody, Chad? Yeah, I, I can go first either, either way. Yeah, I got, I've got Martin Scorsese. No uh, again, I think I was leaning, leaning on the, the, the different tone type of thing, kind of like what we got with the Batman that we have that we currently have. Uh, right. Um, right. I, I love this film. <laughs> I love, I love the Batman. I think that is a, a great movie. Um, I love the way it was directed, and and I feel like this would be something similar to that. But maybe we can build off of it and have a whole uh, DC universe type of thing uh, tie in. What is it, Michael Bay's Wonder Woman with it too? So, but that was my thought. Was uh, smart. That would be. Great. I got to ask then. Have you seen the Batman? The, oh, the new one three times. Okay, all right. I, say that. I feel like that's what they did, and that's what I like about it: exploring the mental illness of it, and 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 just showing that he's yeah. I this is it's a great movie. And I think that could be uh, if just hearing you guys talk about the Elephant Man. If you think about you know, maybe more dark, grimy. Um, I think, uh, I think, I think he could fit that bill. Well, I too have David Lynch, so that is a hey, good. I yep. that. You know, because I, I can get behind that one. Yeah, if you you guys have you seen like Mulholland Drive or Blue Velvet or any of those really weird David Lynch movies, Lost Highway? No, I think Mulholland Drive is is really high on my list too. That's a that's one that uh, uh, I've heard that one is just out of this world odd like and I, it's very intriguing i just haven't had a chance to get down to it yeah it's ex- he, it's just weird weird vibes that uh he yeah. brings to these films and and really good and i i think that if he went in, if he was to do batman i think that he would focus on maybe the the mental aspects of batman maybe even mm. a little bit of mental illness in a way to so, yeah just so ex- I, I, explore that you know yeah i'm a big fan of just about everything batman i mean i like all of the iterations i just think it's such a great character and it's there's so much to explore and so many stories to tell and just yeah i I was a big fan of the batman you know um, yeah i i wouldn't consider myself a huge batman fan but but saying that i will never not go see a batman movie or or anything like that i'm i'm all about i love them the dark knight is is, is another perfect movie. So yep. like I, I, I'm all about him. Yep. I agree. Well, cool. Batman directed by David Lynch. I think that sounds mm-hmm. awesome. The last one on the yeah. list gentlemen is of course, Jurassic park. We're down to yeah. Woody Allen. <laughs> it's going to be a very interesting <laughs> Jurassic park. Yeah. All right. I put, I, <laughs> I put it as, I put, uh, uh, Jurassic park directed by, uh, uh, Michael Bay. It's since he's already directing wonder woman. Uh, what do you got? What do you got, John? Do you have I had I had Tim I had Tim Burton, but I'm totally up for a Woody Allen version of Jurassic Park. Totally. <laughs> yeah, and let's get it. <laughs> the char- the characters would like never leave that little diner with the ice cream. They'd just be in there talking about their fate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there almost be something fun about that. Like all hell's breaking loose outside, and they're just in the diner having a conversation the whole time. Can you believe this happened to us again? 
that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) First, my parents get divorced, and now this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, gosh, guys, this looks great. You want me to read these off for you? Here we go. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Let's digest them a little bit as they go down. The Cinema Saviors. All right. Have picked 10 films with 10 new directors coming to you next year, and you guys are going to love them. We're going to have Taxi Driver, directed by David Fincher. Yeah, I don't think you could get a better. I think that's about as good as we could get on this list. That's yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all, all these are good. The Elephant Man, Tim Burton's Elephant Man would be super interesting, too, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Um, the Hurt Locker, Antoine Fuqua. I mean, I don't know if there's anything super special about that, but I'm sure he would be, you know, a solid, solid on yeah. that. Yeah. The Scorsese version of Seven would be exciting. The Steel, the Steven Spielberg version of The Rock would also be pretty cool. Well, I'm warming up to that one a lot, lot too. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Um, Annie Hall, Patty Jenkins, almost by default, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Catherine Bigelow's version of Train Day could be interesting. Michael Bay's version of Wonder Woman would be very interesting. I think that's the one I'm most excited about on this whole list. (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. Yeah, I I can get behind it. That would be cool. Um, David Lynch's Batman would be really interesting. And Woody Allen's Jurassic Park. Well, nine out of ten. So let's just uh, real quick on this, like let's think about these ten movies, and if uh, if Woody Allen, if you could pick him to direct any other film besides, of course, Annie Hall and Jurassic Park, what would be what would be everybody's choice on this? Because he is kind of an odd guy out of the rest of these types of films. Yeah, he is for sure. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's Jurassic uh, Park. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just naturally. We, I mean, like, I, it's a perfect pick, really. Um, what do you I, think? I, I think it's about the only. I think it's the only film that he probably sits in. What do you think of? Fits, um, but, I mean, it's still there. Yeah. What do you think of a Woody <laughs> Allen um, Batman? Uh, yeah. I mean, you could have a more. Uh, well, I, I feel like again, the, you could have a more Bruce Wayne based uh, Batman yeah, than you would. Yeah. You know, I could. I could. Uh, there was a video game that, that focused more on Bruce Wayne than uh, than Bat- the Batman character. And it was it was pretty interesting, you know. You were doing you know just more of the hobnobbing. It was it was weird. I don't know. Yeah, so I can get behind it. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Woody Allen, or, or you could have Batman and the Joker just in the uh, just in the asylum. You know, would you just stop already? Ooh. But I can't stop. Don't, don't, you tease, me with an Ar- <laughs> don't tease me. Don't tease me with an Arkham Asylum movie. They, they're talking about making a series. Man, HBO series. Could you imagine having like a uh, you know, I'm thinking of Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter type of interview where like the whole movie is set up where like they're literally talking between glass, kind of having some flashbacks. That, that could, there could be something fun with that. Here, you know what a movie, here's a movie that I want to remake myself if I could ever get the rights to it. And I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but it's Silent Rage with Chuck Norris. Have you ever seen this Ooh, movie? Chuck Norris, Silent Rage. I don't think I have. I'm going to... I'm gonna look it up real quick just to see if I, I just yeah I watched, I watched it again the other night. I watched it again the other night. This the um and I'll probably cut this out of the show. I'll just but this is um <laughs> 
it's so it's it's a horror movie you know it's chuck norris plays your normal chuck norris character but there's this um kind of insane guy who goes crazy and these doctors shoot him up with this regenerative uh, thing kind of like reanimator and then he can't die and it is shot like halloween it's like they they watched halloween five times then they shot this movie yeah, you know they don't have that. Like the guy there, yeah, that, that guy actually the, the the killer actually has the Halloween knife there. It looks like he's got a big <laughs> like I totally I could totally see that. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. And, and, yeah, it's it's a weird little movie, but I would love to to remake it. Um, yeah, Walker Texas Ranger meets Halloween. Yeah, it is. What, what, was, like that. what was the name of the movie? Silent, Silent Rage. Rage. Title has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm like I'm like I'm not seeing how that's anything, but uh, it just hey, you know what? This sounds super cool. We're gonna call it Taser Face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, that's just one I personally have always wanted to remake because it's not like it's a super good movie, but it's a, it's a decent little thriller, and I, I really like it. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. The cinema saviors have spoken. And, uh, you know, do you agree with our picks? Hmm. Do you not agree with our picks? We don't care. Because we are right. Because we are the The Cinema Cinema Saviors. So, that was it. Episode 8. For being my first episode 8, I think it turned out pretty good. Look for more episodes soon. You can't stop the signal, Mal. Have a good day, everyone.